This is the Andy and Len podcast from Big Hits Radio. Subscribe via iTunes. Download at www.bighitsradio.uk or listen live every Saturday afternoon. So uh, it's been quite a week. Uh, really, hasn't it? I've got Leon in the studio now. It's been quite a week. It's been a very stormy week in many ways. Especially for gin lovers. Oh, right, yeah. So, uh, this uh, Hamish McWilliams uh, took to, uh, took to uh, Twitter to say, Forget Brexit, I'm worried about a gin shortage. This is the crash on the M6 in the Cheshire area, I think, where a lorry leaked, uh, was it 32,000 litres of gin all over really? the country? Yeah, did you not see this? No, I didn't hear no. it. People were, were trying to get down there with straws and, and uh, bottles of tonic. Uh, you know, get the botanicals out. Get the limes out, yeah. yeah. Botanicals. I got this thing. Um, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but uh, I, I decided to have a bit of a gin and tonic thing there for a while. Yeah, I mean, and I got, you know the way they talk about botanicals? Well, the, this thing online, I think it was on Amazon, and it's these little tea bags. Oh, right. But yeah. they've got your botanicals in them, so there's orange peel and right. patchouli oil and all this stuff right, yeah, in, yeah. in like a wee tea bag. You stick that in the gin and kind of swish it around yeah. for about five minutes and it's supposed to give it a flavour. There you are. People used to party put patchouli oil on their jackets back in the day. Right. Um, yeah. Rockers used to do it back in the south. I said patchouli oil in the gin. I don't know if that was yeah. it at all. All right, why did they do that? It's just for the smell. Ah. Uh, 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 a certain aroma. Patchouli. Uh, what's the song where they talk about patchouli? It's um, Al St- one of those Al Stewart songs. We should play with Al Stewart yeah. later. Uh, yeah, but all back to normal again on the M6. Uh, we'll give you a traffic update for Northern Ireland a little bit later on. Oh, uh, yeah, the only thing really is the Knockmore and Ballandary roads closed uh, in Lisburn there for resurfacing. Uh, okay, uh, got some more music now. This is Steely Dan. Do it again. <laughs> So if you're on to get out and abide around uh, Ards North Down this uh, this week uh, this weekend, um, you could go to uh, an event taking place in Mount Stewart called the Conversations Festival. Um, previously announced headline speaker Sky News presenter Mark Austin has been joined by a sparkling collective. Uh, of guest speakers including royalty and award-winning journalist a renowned historian and a local writing collective tickets are now on sale for headline talks at Mount Stewart Conversations Festival which is set to return on the 7th that's today and tomorrow uh, previously announced headline speaker Sky News presenter Mark Austin is being joined by a sparkling collective of guests including royalty a lady an award-winning journalist and a renowned historian uh, a local writing collective. Rock star and royalty will bring Princess Josephine Lowenstein uh, to, uh, in conversation. Uh, they were close confidants of Prince Margaret. Also renowned historian, biographer and broadcaster Hugo Vickers will be joined by Tom Perrins uh to discuss his career in light writing uh there's a talk about the public record office uh from northern ireland about the people uh within the londonderry newspapers um and and loads of other things going on as well nationaltrust.org.uk if you want to find out more information about that one So I saw this story in the uh, paper this week and I just love this. A Londonderry doctor has hit out after a ludicrous lunch offer consisted of a scone and some ham. 
It cost him over 50 quid. Sounds like good value. At Belfast International Airport. Joseph Ward, who looks a bit like Charles Dance with liver spots, uh, had made a <laughs> reservation for himself and wife Nadine in the Causeway Lounge. Oh, that yeah. sounds, uh, doesn't it? It sounds idyllic, the Causeway yeah. Lounge, ahead of their holiday flight to Espanol uh, back on the 27th of August. Uh, and they prepaid 27 50 each. But when the couple arrived at noon last Tuesday, expecting a reasonable... Uh, presentation of food they were met with a paltry selection which included some slices of chorizo ham and a solitary scone they're going to spain they should embrace the chorizo ham yeah yeah sounds a good value (laughs) yeah this is such a non-story and it's so you know the current age isn't it it's so like what you paid to go into a lounge so you wouldn't have to sit with the hoi polloi and you didn't all you got was a bit of chilled meat there's a story down the rounds on Twitter, <laughs> and it was about this dad that was looking to sue Asta. Right, oh yeah. Because of, it was something like his ice cream had melted. I couldn't work out if he was suing Asta, yeah. because it's basic fluid dynamics that yeah, the yeah. ice cream will melt after yeah, yeah. a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah. It's basic science. Or whether he was suing the uh, boss of the taxi company. But it was like classic, you know, sort of like pages of annoyed people holding up things in local newspapers uh compo faces i think yeah compo they, they faces, yeah, up with a big, yeah big and they're face. normally either in a in a in a living room yeah or a kitchen yes normally uh-huh. have cups of tea in front of them uh-huh. sometimes they might be standing out in the street yeah yeah pointing at a pothole yeah doing yeah. a compo face yeah mm-hmm. uh, i'm a vegetarian i told them i couldn't eat any of it and i pointed out that their food offering actually eliminated a series of the population including Indian and Muslim families. Previously, when I'd been to the Causeway Lounge, there'd been chicken wraps, cheese and cream wraps, and a selection of sandwiches. Uh, but what we got last week was a disgrace. Belfast Telegraph have, have actually gone on to, um, uh, to publish a, an opinion piece based on, on the level of catering at, uh, at the, the airport. Have you ever heard the phrase a captive audience? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it's like when you go to the cinema and stuff like that's why it's always so overpriced because they can. Yeah. And because uh-huh. you will. Uh, you will, yeah. So yeah. that's why they did. Um yeah, um the first crime's been committed in space. Oh, oh dear. Uh, NASA's investigating a claim that an astronaut assessed the bank account of her ex partner whilst living at the International Space Station. Uh, it could be the first crime committed in space. Astronaut Anne McCain is accused of identity theft and improper access to her ex-wife's private financial records. Uh, Miss McCain is thought to be on the short list to become the first person to go to the moon. Sorry, it slipped out there. I mean, the first woman on the moon uh, said that she assessed the account but did nothing wrong. Her ex-partner, Summer Warden, is reported to have complained to the Federal Trade Commission and her family launched a complaint with NASA's Office of Inspector General. She's returned to the Earth after six months in the ISS and is contesting the complaint, telling the New York Times she was monitoring the family's finances in the same manner that had been previously agreed between two women. Um, you may notice um, £100 missing from your reward, but don't worry, I'm just I'm monitoring your finances, finances as a med. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know, yeah. so... You know what? If you get divorced... Change the password to your bank account. Fairly, fairly ex- explanatory, isn't it? You know, isn't it? Here's Rachel Platten. (laughs) 
You're tuned to Big Hits Radio Arts Peninsula Villages Partnership want your photograph. So if you're a budding photographer and you take some pictures of Arts uh, of the Arts Peninsula, whether you're a seasoned uh, photographer or just the occasional snapper, this competition's for you. There's six categories, including best landmark, best local activity, best scenic photograph, best village life, best nature photograph, and best photograph by a photographer under the age of 16. Uh, the competition runs till the tw- uh, 31st of December. That's the end of the year. Uh, find out more, including terms, conditions, and entry form. Go to uh, the website of Ards Peninsula Village Partnership at ardspeninsula.com. Sounds, sounds very good. Uh, I like a bit of a photograph uh, myself. So if you're already starting to get hungry, it's getting up to four o'clock. It's nearly tea time. You know, it is nearly tea time. And a county town restaurant has been named the top Indian in Northern Ireland at a new awards ceremony. The Bokhara in Bangor. That's a good one, that. Has, uh, was recognised in the National Curry Awards, the NCA, at a ceremony held in the House, House of Lords on Monday. The award was presented in three categories, recognising outstanding chefs and successful restaurants and food businesses across the UK. Winners of the National Curry Curry Awards 2019 range from long established businesses to more recently launched ventures, uh, which uh, along with winning chef. Uh, talking about Bacara organizers said it's a reputation is well deserved too, having scooped a number of top industry awards, including Team of the Year and Chef of the Year at the Asian and Oriental Chef Awards in uh, 2017. I always say the mark of a good Indian is uh, stairs. You have to go upstairs to go to a good Indian. It's always above. It's never a ground floor. You know, a good curry house is always upstairs. Uh, and if you fancy uh, fish and chips for your tea tonight, two Northern Ireland fish and chip shops have been named amongst the best in the UK. The, the takeaways uh, make up the finalists for the Fish and Chip Shop of the Year Awards. The awards celebrate true excellence in the industry, uh, judging hundreds of chippies on a national uh, scale. Uh, with the winner announced in January 2020. I still can't say 2020. It seems like the future. Uh, <laughs> it is, but you know what I mean. Uh, the Dolphin Takeaway in Duncanon uh, and the Frying Squad here in our very own Bangor County Down will represent Northern Ireland in the final. Uh, Marcus Coleman, the Chief Executive Officer at Sea Fish, said Fish and Chips is the healthiest of the traditional takeaways and we're pleased to say that the quality on offer across the UK is just as healthy, uh, if not more so than uh, than when we launched the awards 32 years ago. So that's the message. That's the salads get into the fish suppers. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Fun fact. Okay. It, it was never rations during World War Two. What, fish and chips? Aye. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah I suppose. <laughs> uh, can I talk about another fish and chip type story? It's, it's about Senna story, though. Oh, uh, what's that? Yeah. Uh, apparently some chippies are serving up endangered species of shark. Ho, 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 ho. Spiny dogfish yeah. and starry smooth hound, apparently that's a thing, yeah. are said to me amongst the threatened creatures being served up at takeaways yeah. up and down the country. And it's been passed off as the likes of rock salmon. It yeah. must, yeah. must be mainland UK because you don't really get such exotica in, in the province, you know. Yeah. Um, the findings came from a, an investigation carried out for the Daily Mirror. <sighs> Uh, and I find that many fish and chip shop owners are unaware of exactly what they're selling. <laughs> Santos tested 15 battered samples bought from popular seaside towns, including Bournemouth and Brighton. And they used DNA techniques to identify the provenance of the ship. Or the, sorry, that's a Freudian slip. Um, the fish, I should say. Mm. Uh, spiny dogfish numbers have declined significantly over the years. 
and um, the International Union for the Conservation of Nature have placed them on its red list of threatened species. Oh, no. So yeah, um, that's a bit mad, isn't it? What's that all about? Yeah, um, I, I'm not sure I'd want to eat a spiny dogfish. It sounds uh, vaguely disgusting, to be honest. I'm <laughs> yeah. uh, gonna move on to more music, Taylor Swift now. Uh, so here's a good story. You get those phone calls all the time from people saying, uh, "We have Rambiti," and you're oh, sorry, that that voice might be a bit racist, but they 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 say your phone line's been, uh, you know, you're, there's a virus on your computer or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but one call man was left speechless when the caller responded on the other hand of the uh, phone to inform him that he, he called the police. The Bangor Bay sergeant let, uh, said he let the caller ramble on for a few minutes about computer terminal being infected with a virus before breaking the news that he was through to a police station in Northern Ireland. Uh, urging the public to inform the elderly friends and uh, family about potential scams. The officer uh, posted on Facebook, a BT scammer has just phoned uh, the duty sergeant's phone on, from the other side of the world and told us our computer terminal is infected. I let him ramble on before breaking the good news uh, that he was through to the police. Uh, not everyone, uh, uh, not everyone's aware though, and we chatted to an elderly gentleman today who had never heard of scam calls. Uh, there you go. So, so, so that's yeah. not a thing, obviously. Yeah, go and tell your uh, elderly relatives about scam calls. Uh, I wonder if if a scammer rings up. You know, it's it's against the law to impersonate a police officer. If a scammer rings up and goes through all that, mm-hmm. and you you pretend to be a police officer just for for the uh, pants, for the lols, for for the for the lots. Uh, yeah, exactly. Would would you get into trouble? Um, I don't. <laughs> Thought, so <laughs> you possibly shouldn't do it though <laughs> i have had good uh good fun with them uh i've kept i've kept ones on on the line and gone on and on and i've said i don't have a computer you know and they've got oh we could sell you a computer all oh, right oh you could sell my computer how much 200 po- i said 200 pounds that sounds brilliant how much could could 400 pounds get me <laughs> and they, they think they're on to a great winner and i just keep them going and going oh scam the scammers that's what uh, that's what i do do you ever say that thing, um, you know, like, is it the 419 scammers now, Jerry ones, and there's a, there's a blog on the interwebs, yeah. and it's a uh, guy that's dedicated his life to fighting back against the 419 the, scammers, the 419 scams, yeah, and uh, it's quite funny, you should check it out. Brilliant, I will. Uh... <laughs> it's Saturday the 7th of September 2019, and it's the 250th day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. 115 days remain until the end of the year. On this day in AD 70, a Roman army under Titus occupied and plundered Jerusalem. In 1191, uh, Richard I of England defeated Saladin at the Battle of Arsuf. Uh, 1776, Ezra Lee makes the world's first submarine attack in the Turtle, attempting to attach a time bomb to the hull of HMS Eagle in New York Harbour. 1923, Interpol was formed. Uh, 1940, the German Luftwaffe began the Blitz, bombing London and other British cities for over 50 consecutive nights. And 1978, whilst walking across Waterloo Bridge in London, Bulgarian dissident Grigory Markov was assassinated by the Bulgarian secret police agent Francesco Giuliano by means of a ricin pellet fired from a specially designed umbrella. 
And on this day, in 7th of September 1974, the 101ers made their first performing debut at the Telegraph Pub in Brixton. The pub rock band featured singer-guitarist Joe Strummer, who would later join The Clash. This is the Andy and Len podcast from Big Hits Radio. Subscribe via iTunes. Download at www.bighitsradio.uk or listen live every Saturday afternoon.